Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. It's like he was just putting the pieces together for me in such a way that just was simple but powerful. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is God's truth right here. It wasn't always what I, what I wanted to hear, but I knew it was the truth, and I always wanted the truth. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Thursday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today, I'm continuing to teach on living in God's best, and this is nearing the end of my third week of teaching on this. I've already laid a foundation that I, I feel is really important for you to get the full impact of the power of a blessing, what God has said about you. But I hadn't got time to go back through that. If you've missed any of this, or even if you've watched these programs, I encourage you to please get the materials. I've got this book, Living in God's Best, And I tell you, it's a deal changer. This would change your life. This will either make you mad or glad, but you will not be indifferent if you get this teaching. And then I've also got it in CD and also in DVD. And uh, I'll continue on this for at least another week. It'll go into next week. But we've been talking about the power of a blessing. Let me share with you out of Ephesians chapter 1 in verse 3. It said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Notice the terminology here. He has already blessed us. Again, I I just pray that you uh, go back and study about the power of a blessing, because I've been saying a lot of things about it, but God has already blessed us in Christ Jesus. Now, this is talking about if you're born again. If you don't know Jesus personally, then you aren't blessed. You don't have God's divine favor and power and anointing spoken over you. Now, it's extended towards you. The Bible says that Jesus died for the sins of the whole world, that God so loved the world that he gave his son Uh, for us. And so God has made provision for you. He's wanting you to enter into these blessings, but they aren't yours until you make Jesus Christ your Lord. Jesus is the doorway to all of the blessings of God. Jesus said of himself in John chapter 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. You have to enter into all of the blessings of God through Jesus. You know, the scripture says in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, that the wages of sin is death. And all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God, Romans 3, 23. And so all of us deserve death. All of us deserve the curse. But through Jesus, Jesus came and bore God's punishment and wrath, the curse, upon himself and redeemed us from the curse and brought all of the blessings of God, not because we've done everything right, but because Jesus did. And when we put faith in him, everything that Jesus deserved is put to our account. So the curse has been removed through Jesus and the blessing has come through Jesus, but it's all through Jesus. If you're watching this program, and you have not made a personal commitment of your life to Jesus being your Lord, if you haven't accepted his love and forgiveness for you, then even though God wants you to have it, 
You aren't going to receive any of these things until you first of all receive Jesus. There's no way around Jesus. There's no way to get past Jesus and into the things of God. Anybody who's trying to have a relationship with God, if you believe that God exists, but you don't have a relationship with Jesus, you will never have a relationship with God the Father. Jesus said that no man comes to the Father but by me. He says, he that doesn't honor me does not honor the Father. Whoever honors Jesus also honors the Father. You can't get around Jesus. Everything has to go through him. And so through Jesus, if you have made Jesus Christ your Lord, if you haven't done it, there's a number on your screen and we've got people standing by who could pray with you right now and you could have that personal relationship with God. You know, most of my programs, I'm just teaching directly to people who already know the Lord. But I feel today that there are people watching this program that God's been dealing with you and you know that you aren't right with God. You know that if you were to die right this moment, you would go to hell and not to heaven. And you may wonder why in the world you're even watching this program. God has changed everything I'm saying right here just for you. And he's wanting to reach out to you. God loves you. He has blessings for you, but it's all dependent upon whether or not you make Jesus your personal Savior, whether you receive his salvation that he's offering to you. And so if you haven't done that, please call the number that you see on your screen and, and just tell someone that, man, I need to make Jesus my Lord. I need to be born again. I need to receive salvation. And they will pray with you and they will help you. And once you do that, once Jesus becomes your personal Lord, then Ephesians 1.3 says you are already blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Man, this is powerful. You are blessed. If you are born again, if Jesus is your personal Lord, you're already blessed. You don't need God to bless you. You're already blessed, but you access the blessing of God by faith. Faith is based on knowledge. Let me turn over and use this verse out of 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. This includes everything. All things that pertain unto life and godliness, that's talking about health, it's talking about your marriage, relationships. It's talking about wealth. It's talking about mental health, emotional health, all, anything. Everything that's been provided comes through the knowledge of him who has called us to glory and virtue. And then the next verse in verse four, whereby this knowledge was given unto us through exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So these verses are saying that everything that God has, everything that pertains unto life and godliness comes through the knowledge of him. If you don't know that God has blessed you, if you don't know what a blessing is, if you don't know how to what extent you're blessed, then that right there limits the blessing of God in your life. Man, that's awesome. You first of all have to gain knowledge. Faith is based on knowledge. That's what this is saying. Everything that pertains unto life and godliness, you could call that health, wealth, anything. You could talk about the blessing of God. Anything that you need comes through the knowledge 
of him. Faith is based on knowledge. It's not limited to knowledge. It goes beyond your knowledge. But you, like for instance, the Lord says that by his stripes you're healed. You have to have that knowledge. I was raised in a church that taught that God could heal because he was God, but they didn't teach that it was a part of the atonement. They didn't teach that it was God's will for everyone to be healed. And because of that, we saw very, very few people healed because the knowledge wasn't there. When I had my encounter with the Lord and God began to reveal things to me and I got into the word and I began to learn that this is a part of my salvation, that healing was purchased for me just as much as forgiveness of sins. And when I got the knowledge of that, well, then my faith increased tremendously. Faith is limited by lack of knowledge. You can't believe what you don't know is yours. If you don't have the right knowledge, you won't believe right. So anyway, I say all of these things to say that you are blessed, but that blessing isn't going to just automatically work in your life. You have to mix it with faith. It says over in Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 2, it says that the word preached unto them, and this is talking about the children of Israel that came out of the land of Egypt. God had given them a blessing. He said he was going to deliver them from the bondage of slavery that was in Egypt. He was going to lead them to a land flowing with milk and honey. That was a blessing. God spoke his favor over them and told them what he was going to do. He blessed them. But it says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2, that the word preached unto them did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. And that shows you that just because God speaks a word over you, it's not going to release its power until you mix it with faith. You can void the blessing of God. Again, Ephesians 1, 3, you have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. That is a done deal. God has done it. But it has to be received by faith. You have to mix faith with it or it won't profit you. And the sad fact is most people don't understand the power of a blessing. They don't understand that when God says something, it's creative. God spoke the worlds into existence. He spoke you and me into existence. There is power in God's word, but you have to believe it. If you believe it, then the power in these words, it is supernatural. You know, I have failed with words to be able to express what I'm trying to say unto you. This is something that I see in my heart. I've experienced it, but man, I just don't have the enough good words to convey it. But God has spoken blessings over you. It says all spiritual blessings, all, not just some. See, some people think, well, Andrew, you're blessed. God has done this for you. You prosper financially. You've seen people healed. You've been, uh, you know, encouraged when discouragement came and you have these things happen, but I just don't have those same things. You have been blessed exactly as I am through Christ Jesus, not because of something that you've done, but it's all through Jesus. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews chapter 13 He's not one way for me and one way for you. You are as blessed as I am. You are as blessed as any person on this planet if you are born again, but that blessing doesn't automatically work. You have to believe it. You have to go around and start speaking that you're blessed. You know, I say that these blessings are faith activated, but faith 
is voice activated. It says over in Romans chapter 10, the faith that is of God speaketh on this wise. In other words, faith speaks. If you truly believe something, it's going to come out of your mouth. In Matthew chapter 12, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Proverbs 23, 7, as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. And your heart has to be released by words. Romans chapter 10, verse 10 says, For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. You got to believe in your heart and speak with your mouth. So faith is what receives and appropriates the blessing of God, but faith has to be spoken. And so you've got to start speaking that you are blessed. Did you know when the Lord first showed this to me, man, I just started speaking God's blessings over me. God had already spoken them, but I had to get into agreement with God. And I started speaking the blessing of God over me. And, you know, I, even before I understood what I'm teaching you right here, I saw this to a degree back in the very beginning when the Lord first touched my life in 1968. One of the things that I was struggling with then was I was such an introvert that I couldn't even look at a person in the face and talk to them. And yet I felt called into the ministry. And so I started speaking over me what God said. I had an encounter with the Lord Anyway, it's a long story, but I mean, God miraculously appeared to me. And for hours, I just laid in the presence of God. And finally, God, what do you want? And the Lord spoke to me out of Jeremiah chapter one, where he says, before I formed you in the belly, before you came forth out of your mother's womb, I sanctified you and I ordained you to be a prophet unto the nations. God spoke that to me. I know that that's written in scripture. And some people say, well, God spoke that to Jeremiah. But it says in Romans chapter 2 that God's no respecter of persons. God can take things that he spoke to other people and speak it to you, make it a rhema word to you. And that's what he did to me. This was in January, I believe, of 1974. And God told me he had sanctified me and called me to be a prophet unto the nations before I was ever born. And Jeremiah's response to that in the next verse, he says, Oh, Lord God, I'm a child. I cannot speak. That's exactly the way that I felt. I knew God was speaking to me, but my first response was, God, I can't do this. I can't even stand up in front of people. I can't even talk to a stranger on the street. I can't do it. And the next verse, he told Jeremiah, he says, Say not, I am a child, for you will go to all of the people that I send you, and you will speak the words that I tell you to. And then later on in that chapter, he says that he touched his mouth and put his words in his mouth. And then Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 14 says, Because you speak this word, I will make my word in your mouth fire, and the people would, and it shall devour them. God spoke all of those words to me. Those were blessings. Those were things God spoke to me. And did you know when he spoke it, it in the natural, nothing had changed. In the natural, I was still an introvert. But you know what? I believed it and I started speaking it. And I remember specifically standing in front of mirrors and looking at myself eyeball to eyeball and saying, you will preach the gospel. You will reach people all over this world. You will go to all of the people that God sends you. You are not afraid of people. You are not afraid of their faces. And I would speak what God spoke to me and it was voice activated. 
I had to believe that God had blessed me and that he had changed my heart. And I believed it and spoke it. And that's how it began to come, come to pass. And now I speak to millions and millions of people through television every single day. And you know how all this happened? God spoke these blessings to me, but I had to believe it. I had to receive it. And I had to pursue it. And my point is, you know, your desire may not be on, you may not desire to be on television all over the world and doing things because that's not what God called you to do. But whatever God called you to do, you have to start taking the scriptures where God has spoken these blessings over you, that whatever you put your hand unto will be blessed, that you will accomplish all of these things. You will not die, but you will live and declare the works of the Lord. There's just thousands, millions of blessings in God's word that have been spoken that are for you. You've been blessed with these things, but you've got to believe it. You've got to activate it by faith. And notice here in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us, it's already done, with all spiritual blessings, not some, all. Everything you will ever need has already been spoken over you. God doesn't wait until you get into a crisis and then create the solution to your crisis. He anticipated your crisis. He anticipated your problems. Before you ever have the need, God has already created the supply and he's already blessed you. It's already done. Your supply is already created before you ever had the need, whether it's physical, financial, emotional, anything that you need, God has already done it. He hath already blessed you with all spiritual blessings. Notice it says in heavenly places in Christ. Well, we are in Christ. That's what the scripture says. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. We are in Christ. This is just basically saying that God placed all of these spiritual blessings in the spiritual realm. Now, this is really important because if God had placed the blessings in some physical, natural realm, did you know Satan operates in that realm and Satan could corrupt it? People could affect it. But in you, you are born again and you're a new person in your spirit. And Ephesians 1.13 says, once you believed, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. The Holy Spirit has vacuum packed, encased, surrounded your born-again spirit where all of these blessings are. They're in Christ Jesus. They're in this spiritual realm. And this is very significant because Satan can't affect that. You're sealed. He can't penetrate the seal. Sin can't penetrate this seal. You stay righteous and holy and pure. And these blessings of God are in your born-again spirit and they are protected from any contamination you don't ever lose the blessing of God. This is very significant that it's in the spiritual realm. But this also means that the spiritual realm is only accessed by faith. If you are operating in the carnal, if you're going only by what you see, what you feel, what you're hearing, what people are telling you, what everybody else is doing, if you are a carnal person, then these spiritual blessings won't manifest in your life. Let me turn over and read this to you out of Romans chapter 8. And in verse 5, it says, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. 
For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. It is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. All of these blessings have been placed in your spirit. And in order for you to walk in the blessings of God, you have to walk in the spirit. You cannot be a carnal person. Boy, that is a mouthful. I just said something right there that it could take me weeks to explain. But you cannot lean under your own understanding. You can't just go by what you see and what people are telling you and what your bank statement says, what the doctor says. You have to go by what did God say? What blessing did he speak over you? And this is what I'm going to begin to get into is just to start showing you what are the blessings of God? What is in your spirit? What do you have? And I think if you could understand what I'm saying, this will shock you that you have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. You're loaded. Did you know if you're struggling with sickness today, that in your spirit, you've got the same power that raised Christ from the dead already in you. It's not out there in heaven that you have to pray it down and somehow or another break through. No, it's in you. But you have to get in the spirit. You have to start walking in the spirit. What's walking in the spirit? Some people think it's a certain posture. You got to walk around with your hands folded, have this kind of sick look on your face and just all kinds of weirdness that people come up with about what being in the spirit is. Jesus said in John chapter six, verse 63, he says, the spirit quickeneth, the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are alive. Being in the spirit is being in the word. It's just living by the word. It's going by what God says, what blessing he has placed over you instead of what you see, what your bank account tells you, what the lawyer tells you, what the doctor tells you, what your spouse tells you or somebody else. What does God say? If you could get to where you say, well, I'm blessed. You know, I have people come up all of the time and they say, how are you? And I say, I'm blessed. And they say, oh, I, I know, but how are you? I want to know how you really are. I am really blessed. I'm going by what God's word says. I'm blessed. And there's times that I don't look blessed. There's times I don't feel blessed. There's times that you, I can't prove to you that I'm blessed by my physical circumstances, but I believe what God's word says. You know what that is? That's being in the spirit. That's walking in the spirit. That's being dominated by what the spirit has to say, by what God had to say instead of what the doctor says, the lawyer says, the banker says. And that's also being spiritual instead of carnal. Carnal is going by all of these external things instead of what God's word says. And carnal mindedness produces death, but spiritual mindedness produces life and peace. Man, these are some awesome, awesome things that I'm saying. Let me again remind you that I have this book, a hardback copy of Living in God's Best. I think this could transform your life. And I also have it on CD and on DVDs that were taken from our television program. This teaching has transformed my life, and I really would like to encourage you to get it. If you'll listen, our announcer is going to give you all of the details. Please listen and then call or write today. Andrew's entire series, Living in God's Best, is available as a book in either English or Spanish as a DVD album made from our daily television broadcast, 
or as a CD or DVD album recorded live from a Gospel Truth seminar. You can also get this teaching as a companion study guide. The study guide will deepen your personal understanding and is perfect for home groups or Sunday schools. Each of these valuable resources are available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. This entire series is also available for audio download absolutely free from our website. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get this teaching. The individual topic highlighted on today's broadcast is available as an audio CD for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. This is the last day we'll be offering this teaching, so be sure to respond today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or you can call our helpline at 719-635-1111. Our helpline is open Monday through Friday, 24 hours a day, and Saturday and Sunday from 7.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. Mountain Time. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. suspected of following the religious sect known as Christianity will be thrown to the lions. Before you were even formed in your mother's womb, God already had determined a purpose for your life, a God-given purpose. God has a purpose to train you in what you're called to do, and I tell you, Karis Bible College is the place for that. Man, if you want a life change, come to Karis. Come on to Karis! You need to take a step of faith and start believing God for something big. God made every one of you for something special. The next two to three years could be the most powerful time of your life. If you sit under the Word for four hours a day, for five days a week, for two or three years, I guarantee you, you are gonna have God speak to you and start revealing purpose to you. We all have a purpose and a destiny, and you will find that out when you attend Karis Bible College. Every one of you were created for a purpose. Do you know what that purpose is? Do you want to connect with like-minded believers? 
then Karis Bible Studies is the place for you. Find a Bible study near you by visiting karisbiblestudies.net. You know, I believe we have the best phone center on the planet. We have testimonies every single day of lives that are being changed, and we've averaged somewhere around 36, 37,000 calls a month. It's just tremendous. But did you know we couldn't do this without our partners? Partners, you are the ones who make this happen. Every one of the people who answer our phones, they are paid employees, and uh, this is a ministry that is touching thousands of lives every month, and I just wanted to let you partners know that you are a big part of it. Thank you very much for what you've done, and thank you for being a part of the Andrew Womack Ministries Helpline.